All right, we are live. Hi there, welcome to Peppers and Flowers, where sales and marketing doesn't make sense. Please, join us for the conversation. All right, first of all, happy birthday, James. You had a oh, birthday buddy. came up, so hope you had a good one. Yes, sir, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I'm actually um, I'm actually feeling pretty good. I, I spent the day at the beach. Um, you know, went to Newport Beach for lunch, um, mm. and uh, then went down to uh, um, Crystal Cove for just like, you know, a little bit of not surfing, but just kind of, you know, body surfing. My kids went boogie boarding and oh, nice. time in the ocean over there. So Crystal Cove was real nice, nice secluded beach out there, real quiet. And um, Dude, the, the waves, the, the ocean hit like 80 degrees. I can't, I, I believe it, man. It was really warm. I was like, this is amazing. You know, um, I, I didn't realize it was 80 degrees though. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's probably give or take, you know, but yeah, I think, I think it's the hottest it's been for two years. Oh my gosh, man. That's, that's pretty good, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because, uh, yeah, that, that's the one thing that people, you know, it's like, it's, oh, the water's too cold or whatever. So they don't go in, but yeah, 80 degrees. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. No, it sounded like you had a really good time. Did you notice, yeah, did was, you notice any, yeah. any big like hurdles with like COVID and restaurants and face masks or it was pretty, pretty smooth? Yeah, it was, well, yeah, there was some of that. Like, um, I remember I checked online for the restaurant. Um, it was a seafood place, went to Newport beach. They, they did have some restrictions, you know, you had to call in, it was just a uh, phone like delivery or phone orders only. So uh, when I got there, you know, everyone was wearing masks and, um, you know, distancing in line and all that. And, uh, but it was pretty quick because it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that busy when I got there. So I got in line and got my food and they had like a separate, like uh, a little uh, tent area in the front, you know, where they had all the to-go orders lined up and bags and stuff like that. Yeah. You can get your, when you're done. But it was that, so it was just a little bit of reorienting to get your food, and then you're good to go. But um, it was funny. There was crowds of people walking with masks on, and I just saw it as like, this is it. You know, this is the, this is it. You know, we're just we're doing this. You know, people are going in groups at the beach and and doing the masks. You know, going going to restaurants and yeah, just living life normally. You know, it seems like this is you know everyone says the new normal. I kind of get what they're saying now. You know. <laughs> yeah, totally. When we when we went out. Uh, on Saturday, yeah, we noticed the same thing. Everything's pretty much normal, except there's things that businesses are doing to stay in business, like outdoor seating or that kind of stuff. There's, there's changes, obviously. Um, but actually, I got to admit, when I was driving through Dana Point, if there's anyone listening that goes through Dana Point, uh, California, there, for some reason, now maybe Newport was like this too, well, probably, there's a lot of restaurants that are putting really nice tents outside. Like they're actually making their outdoor seating like really nice. And there's like these large white tents and they have really nice lighting. It looks, it looks like there's an event. So driving through Dana Point specifically, um, it looked like there was some sort of special event. It seemed a little more, I don't know, like more, of an entice it made me want to like go out more actually because of how festive it looked and kind of romantic a bit because of all the lighting and stuff it was actually i kind of hope at the 
you know, when they kind of lean, when they kind of say, okay, you can kind of go back to normal now. I kind of hope they get, they get to keep that outdoor seating and stuff. It actually makes, made me like want to go to places I never considered going before because they had really cool outdoor seating. Did you notice that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny because uh, a lot of the restaurants had to form their own outdoor seating, patio seating and all that. And so, like, you know, restaurants that don't normally have that, they would have to just, like, uh, I guess lease out parts of that uh, area from the city and, and put tables and tents out there. Uh, some some places I've seen have the, you know, the mist, the water spray that comes down to cool the area and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just, yeah, there's just, there's just, you know, devising it the right way so that you know everyone gets the gets a pleasant you know meal experience but i mean i think that's how it has to be right now anything indoors isn't really happening yeah coffee shops there's just you know no no tables are out right now inside right well i think that segues really nicely to what we could what we wanted to talk about today which is like um we've been talking a lot a lot about sales and marketing and you know, different business things and that sort of stuff. And I thought it'd be really fun um, for our conversation today where we're kind of going to talk a little less about business and really just talk more about, you know, it's okay to, you can get caught in the, th the throes of business and work and whatever you're doing in your life and kind of lose touch on. And I think we briefly mentioned this before, but we'll go in real depth today. Um, you know, it's okay to kind of just slow down a bit and like take time for yourself, you know, having that balance, being able to not put so much pressure on yourself all the time, especially with like social media. Do you, do you find yourself getting in that position sometimes? Like you work hard, you work you keep working and working and then you see like posts from people who are like, it doesn't matter how hard you work. Like everyone else is like doing better than you are. And then like, and then you're like, Oh man, I now I have to work harder. And I'm like not seeing my family very much. And then I put all this pressure. Do you, do you get that way sometimes? I know I do. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Daniel, you got a good point. Cause I mean, um, like, you know, uh, you know, you brought up my birthday and celebrating and all that. And, you know, um, as I get older, I realize that um, our, our minds, like for some reason, you know, they, they, they still, I mean, they stay sharp, you know, they stay sharp and they actually have, I mean, you're, you know, my mind has the ability to, to work longer, you know, as far as like thinking through processes and staying more focused and having a longer term view of things in my mind. Like I have, you know, I develop more patience over time and stuff like that. So my mind is, is definitely developing even as I age. And, um, but what I realized is that like to create memories is also a very healthy thing to do. Um, because as you, as we start to like, you know, grow older and, you know, live more life, it's like, you know, we don't want to just be consumed with work and that's all we ever remember. You know, it's like, you know, we want to, I think, you know, for those of us that have uh, spouses or children or, you know, uh, you know, a good number of friends or whatnot. It's like we want to stay connected and create memories together so we can live off of that and let that be our uh, default when it comes to thinking about things, you know, like going to bed at night. Are we, are we stressed about a work process or not collecting a bill? Or are we, you know, thinking about, man, that was a good day at the beach today or 
that was a yeah. fun time at the park with the kids, you know, what's, what's occupying our mental life. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, birthdays come once a year or anniversaries do, but like, what can we do to create, um, I would say is like a, an ebb and flow of taking breaks, you know, and taking trips place to places, uh, more than just the, you know, standard two week vacation, you know, I mean, intermittently, periodically, just kind of taking time out and uh, make it a regular habit so that we enjoy a lot more of life than trying to just trying to figure out how do I just work harder and, and things like that, you know, I think, you know, I know for some reason, I feel like, you know, um, if you're, if you have pleasurable moments, you know, throughout the week, it actually helps you in your work life as well to, to where you're more productive when you're at work and you're just more focused and cause you're a happier being, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on the same page. I'm on the same page. I, I struggle with social media sometimes. Um, like the other day, Oh man, this, this is kind of a, this is going to be pretty personal episode this today um you you know there okay there's always there's there's always someone in the world that's better at um that's that is better than you for like a skill right there's always someone better so if you're like a guitar player which i am i love guitar um there's always someone doesn't matter how my how my skill sets grow and i always improve there's always someone who's just better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if you rate someone on how fast they play or how clean they play, um, you know, or maybe someone just plays really simple chords and you're like, oh, that guy's not very good, right? There's different, there's different ways to measure. I feel like it can get really daunting and kind of, you know, really, you can really get down. You're like, oh, I'm never going to be as good as this or good as that. Um, what I realized internally is, you know, that's sort of the same thing with social media um, and this whole new wave of, uh, I make money off bragging essentially, right? So, so you see a lot of people with the, the cars, um, the wads of cash, and they're like 15 years old or something, right? And you're like, you're like, oh my God, how the heck did this kid end up like that in like six months? And I've been doing this for six years and I didn't, I didn't start scaling until like year two, you know, something like that. I don't know. Just as an example. And it just, it like smacks you in the face, you know, and then you, but then you don't realize like, we don't really know this person, you know, we don't, we don't understand. So that relates a bit to that, that guitar thing, which is like, well, if we look purely at skill or for the, for the social media post or whatever that that 15 year old did, you're just basically looking at, end results, right? This guitar player is better than me because he plays faster. This 15 year old is better than me because he made more money than me, right? So you, you're, you're measuring on that. Um, and what I have to keep reminding myself is, okay, wait, now, can I play fast on guitar? Well, not as fast as this guy, but is it something that I care about anyways as an individual person, right? Now this 15 year old made this is, there really is no 15 year old. I'm just making something up, but this 15 year old has, seems to have like all the cars, the house, everything. Right. But hold on. Where is he at in his life? Does he, is he really happy? 
Is it really all the money he made? Maybe his parents, maybe he has trust, you know, there's all different, these different factors. And what the question is like, what really matters to me? Right? So I dig deep and go, you know what? I'm really more of a guitar player that doesn't like to play fast. I like more rhythm and I like to play things that, you know, the general masses can comprehend. Right. And I'm, uh, that's what I like doing. And then the 15 year old side of things, it's like, well, even if I had all that money, what I really, am I into buying all the expensive cars and that sort of thing? Well, probably not. I'm more based on like family and, and investing my time and money into like doing family things. So uh, it's very easy to look at things and go, Oh my God, what am I doing? Right. But then if you dig deep and kind of just find what's important to you, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised on kind of, you know, where you're at. Does that make sense? That was a long rant. Yeah. I mean, you're right on, I mean, you're right on point as far as um, what you're saying, because um, let me just park here as I'm driving. Yeah. No um, yeah. Because, uh, here's the thing is that we're at the end of the day we're all we're all unique people and you know uh there's only one daniel matthews that, that exists and that's you right and that you know you have your lifestyle and your your upbringing and your history and no one can replace you or nobody can be you because there's only one of you and same goes for everybody in all of creation right there's just there's no two of the same person and um so that just begs the point or, you know, that, that speaks to the point that like, you know, um, we all have our unique experiences and, you know, we don't have, there's no cookie cutter, you know, approach to life. No, there's no two types of guitarists, no two types of business, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, no two types of, you know, parents or, 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 or uh, husbands or wives. I mean, everyone is a unique, that's why parenting is so uh, interesting because like, no one really has the the rule book on parenting, you know, it's like everyone parents to their own ability and to their own liking, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, there's probably some good parents and some bad parents, but by and large, parenting is very subjective on how we want to do it, what we think is the best. Um, and so, so same with business. Hey, you know, he or she, is she a good business person or a bad business person? Well, business is very unique. And we have our own personalities that we manage things the way we like to. So um, I really agree with you, man. You know, it's like, you know, you, you've, you've developed the craft as a guitarist and yeah, I mean, you know, you know, there, there's certain things that you like about people who play a fast speed, but I mean, doesn't mean that you have to emulate them and, and mimic them I mean, you can have your own style. Um, and so it's like, I don't know. I, I, I think the the more we live life, um you know the the more we see like we all have our likes and dislikes our nuances the things that make us tick and um and and that's what makes us who we are you know and the the i think the whole journey of self-discovery is pretty amazing actually because you know i i for a while i, I kind of took my eyes off of myself and i started focusing on, on like my 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 family my business people i mean you know outside of myself you know, uh, the church I go to, the people that I know, my relatives, I, 
I started looking outside and outside and I, I kind of took the focus off of myself for a while. And I was like, after a while, I was like, man, you know, I kind of lost touch, you know, I mean, what about me? What, what do I like? I mean, do I still have likes and dislikes? What do I care about? You know, I started, I started focusing on so much on other people and other things. I lost track of myself. Yeah, and exactly. Saying, you know exactly. You know? Like, you, like you're, you're just trying to like get where that person is that you like noticed, right? Like, 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 um, I don't know. There's something, I, I feel like this is just my opinion, but just to add to what you're saying, like, I feel as though there's a lot of, you know, like do it yourself or done for you programs. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the done for you programs, it's not to create necessarily a, it's, it's more about like the money. It's more about making profit, a quick profit than it, than I would say perhaps more about um, the quality of business. I'm not so certain yet, but so your motivation in doing business or entrepreneurial things is more based on, we're trying to just achieve the status of buying certain things and being able to post about it. I feel like that's more of an underlying factor than, than um, I'm tr we're trying to create something that's lasting. We're trying to create something of val actual value, not so much uh, quick profit to get to the point. And I feel like that's something, it, um, it's sort of like, uh, what's, what's the thing? It's sort of like, uh, what's that psychology, psychology term? Like you tend to do what the majority of the population does. Like you follow the herd in a sense. It, it's oh, more yeah. of, I need to, I need to be able to say, Hey, I'm at a point where I can spend a lot of money on expensive things. Like that's more of the goal in mind. Not so much, mm -hmm. I need to service my clients really well, or I need to, you know, create a really good product. Right. Do you get that feeling yeah. too? I kind of have that feeling. Well, it, it, it speaks to what you're saying as far as like our personal lives and then our business lives. You know, it's like our professional lives when it comes to our craft of, of marketing or sales or whatever people are into nowadays as far as their business is concerned. You know, um, we, 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 we have an ability and a gift that we can exercise and provide a service to people with. And then, you know, sometimes um, money is not the main motivator for a lot of people. They just want to provide good service. They want to help people out. They want to, be, they want to use their abilities to, to do the best job and things like that. And so you have people even doing stuff um, pro bono and, you know, doing stuff to help uh, the, the underprivileged or people that don't can't afford their services. Um, I mean, you can't, so you can't live like that. I mean, you have to at some point make a living through earning money. Um, but a lot of people use their services to help other people and that, and they get a lot of satisfaction out of that. But there's also people who just work strictly for money and, and they just focus on, you know, uh, maximizing their, their return and maximizing their, um, you know, gain from, from applying their services. Um, and they, they might even gouge customers. They might, they might go overboard and, and, and uh, you know, charge more than what their, what their service is really worth, you know, compared to the rest of the market. Uh, and that, that's, you know, I mean, yeah, there's, there's questions there, you know, that ethical, 
But I mean, I think here's my analysis of as far as like from a business standpoint, when we apply ourselves and we do we do our best, you know, uh, with what we have, um, and we're and we're we're doing it for the service of things to help other people. I really feel the money and and everything else follows, and so it's like, you know, you might not be out there to gouge people or to tr do do it in a way to, you know, take advantage of other folks financially, but you're doing it as a service to help help other people. And, and the money factor just it just comes along with the territory. Uh, you'll get referrals because you're you're treating people nicely, and that's just extra business right there. Um, people will pay you. I mean, for certain services like tips and things like that, because you just yeah. go above and beyond, you know. Um, so yeah, I think you know it kind of you get the best of both worlds when you focus on the right thing. When you focus on money alone, sometimes you might get the money, or sometimes you might not. And you know, if you're if you're not developing your craft, you might be out of business after a while. You might you might have made a few good dollars, you know, just by you know uh, maybe kind of showing people something that uh, you know maybe isn't isn't fully true, and and you got the best best of it. But then like it's gonna catch up, you know. I mean, I think people who who are in business to really help other people are in it for the long term. Yeah, totally, and I think that coincides with that idea of. Um, you know, the motivation is to hit the end goal as quickly as possible. There's no, no one cares about long-term anymore. It's all about short-term, short-term. So, you know, whatever the motivation is, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's nothing wrong with that. I just think like, if you think short-term, short-term too much, you could get in this downward spiral of that's all you end up caring about. And then you find like you're losing touch a bit with, you know, taking time for yourself taking time for your family, um, you know, and just putting so much pressure on you. That's really unnecessary. Now, motivation and goals, that, that's great. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to discourage anything, but, but you can definitely get caught up in things so deeply and um, start maybe losing the quality of your work, momentum, because it's just day in and day out to what you're doing. Consistency is good too, but um, you might lose track of, man, I haven't like, I feel like I haven't talked to my kids in a while, you know, or I haven't spent as much time or, you know, all, kind of all of the above. Yeah. I think if you sort of go, well, you know, long-term, long-term, that's probably a good place to start to help pr start prioritizing a bit more because like for me, I can, I can get caught in this thing where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta crank. I gotta crank. I gotta crank. And then I'm thinking, man, there's a lot of time in one year, you know? Mm -hmm. And if, if I think of 10 years from now, that's a lot of time. So yeah, I could probably like take a breather, you know, like it's okay. I can, yeah. I can like, I have plenty of time. I just have to, I just have to like, you know, if I'm ready to play, we're going to play. If we're going to work, then it's work time. So, it's, you know, but I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop like comparing myself to other people because I don't know how, what the thing is, I don't even know what their life is like. Right. Like, we don't know if they're actually yeah. happy or miserable or anything like that. You're just seeing like the best parts. They're just showing you the best parts of their life. Um, right. You know, kind of just finding what's important to you. Like, yeah.
Make sense? It does, Daniel. I mean, um, it, it makes total sense. I think, you know, when you find what's important to yourself, yeah. um, you, you hit a sweet spot, you know, where it's like you're in your zone, you're, you're, you know, you're focused, you have goals, uh, you're achieving your goals, you know, um, you're helping other people achieve their goals. You know, it's, there's a sense of um, community that uh, here's what I believe. This is something that's kind of new to me right now, but I just, I realize that I do believe it. Yeah. That there's a sense of community that happens when you yourself excel, you know, when you're doing really well in your, in your um, personal and, and business life, you know, what happens is people rally around you and you also rally around to help other people. And all of a sudden community of community of people is formed and um you know li life just continues to grow you know and um i just think it's a beautiful thing so yeah. um yeah yeah totally like like can you open this back yeah it's opening yeah i yeah. i'm on the same page with that i agree yeah it's so much yeah. easier to be a couple more deliveries for you okay okay thank you You're right here it's so much easier to worry and be concerned and um you know Sorry, Daniel, get this plan. <laughs> i hit what's the that? wrong button what's that uh, can you hear this music i don't hear anything uh, okay I, I have music playing by accident um uh oh this is kind of I, I apologize this is a little bit patchy today but uh, I'm trying to find you now. Let's see. Uh, where are we? Zoom. Doors. Gosh, this is my bad. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I guess, what was your last thought there? I was just saying, um, it's so easy to be worried about things. It's so easy to, the negative things I feel like are easier to do. Like, it's easier to f go down it's a lot harder to kind of go against gravity and kind of pull your weight up the mountain, you know, but, but it's so mm -hmm. much more prosperous when, when you do go upwards, it's hard. It's a little more difficult. You know, if the next time you have like a feeling in your head, you're just like, I'm so down. It's, you, you know, you've already hit it. So you just kind of slid down the mountain really quickly. Um, yeah. You hit that point, try to identify it as quickly as you can and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to climb back up that mountain. And then you mentally kind of put yourself back up and you're like, today's going to be a great day. Um, that's a little more difficult, but that can grow into a skill. You can do that better and better each time. And then all of a sudden you kind of are in control of not feeling certain ways, especially for maybe things that are out of your control. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, there's some, there's some projects we worked on together that can be like, um, kind of kind of not knowing can be stressful you know the uncertainty and stuff like that but i also think in moments like that we've we've been able to flip that sort of negativity around and put it into our business relationship to like help us grow and you know we learn how we work and we see our strengths and do, so i think we were able to turn take we were talking about today and put it in a practical sense where um, I feel like we've been able to invest that into 
what we're working on together, just in general, really, and uh, turn it into like a positive energy and, and like add it to our skill set and growth and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think that's what the, 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 I think that's what separates people who do, uh, you know, reach their goals and are successful uh, from people who maybe, you know, languish a little bit and reach their goals is, is that consistency and, and being positive and also um, not taking failure as its total loss, you know, it's like, yeah, this didn't work out the way I expected, but that doesn't mean it's a failure, right? It means that we just have to repurpose it and, and then learn from it and grow in a different way. Yeah. You know, you always hear about that old adage, you know, that people say it's like, you know, if you're given lemons, you make lemonade, right? So, you know, we don't always get to choose what we get in life as far as, you know, whether it's business transactions or whatnot, uh, relationships. But, I mean, we, we certainly get to choose how, what we make of it, you know. And everyone gets that same choice, you know, the, the most successful people on earth and the people who, you know, maybe not, not uh, those who don't take advantage of their opportunities, right? We all have the ability to choose. And those choices, thankfully, are every day. It's like, you know, maybe I'll make bad choices today, but hey, there's always tomorrow. And then tomorrow, if I make good choices, it'll shape my next day, you know? And, you know, um, yeah, so I would say, you know, for anybody listening that feels like they've gone too far and they, they haven't made it in life, I mean, you know, every day is a new day, you know? Um, and um, there's always opportunities to rebuild and, and do the right thing. So, um, yeah, things things, things yeah. can change in an instant, for sure. Mm -hmm. Things can change in an instant. That that helps me kind of cope with certain things that I'm like disappointed on or whatever. Like, like that's just right now. You know, that could change, especially with what I'm what like what I'm doing now to stay consistent. You know, for sure that like I know that will change. Like the the struggles or the you know, just all the stuff that can make you kind of um, lose your momentum in a way, I guess. You know, all that is temporary. Yeah, and you know, uh, so yeah, we can always, uh, you know, uh, live live in a way that uh, maximizes, but also redeems. You know, I mean, there's also the redemptive side of things too, where. You know, maybe we, like I said, we made bad choices last week, but we always have this week to make better choices, and we go from there. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and also just so we, as we've been talking about these pockets of rest and finding that joy and peace in life, you know, so that we can make it through the more difficult times. You know, I always make it a practice to take at least one day a week off, which for me is like Saturday and or Sunday, and I just take a day to, to chill, you know, spend some time reading or going somewhere, relaxing, and just recharging. Like, the don't touch work, don't send any emails, and just stay away from it. And then, you know, um, you know, I find my days and my weeks go a lot better. And also, too, you know, this is something that I'll, I'll bring up that is kind of an old school mentality, but I think a lot of people still practice. Okay, okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. All right is uh taking naps you know i mean how how often do people take naps anymore you know it's taking like naps just, just yeah you know what i mean I, I still like you know i i find that like right around you know uh say say three or four in the afternoon i'm like i've worked most of the day uh in, in the day and all that and i have my afternoon time and say it's after a nice meal or whatever and i'm still working 
you know, it's like I get I get a little sleepy. And so I go, what do I do? Do I just keep working and just kind of you know get past this? But what I do is I end up taking about a 30 to 40 minute nap sometimes. And I don't do this all the time because obviously, you know, sometimes I just don't have time to. But sometimes I'll do take a nap and I find it just charges me to like, you know, push me forward for the next few hours, you know, and and I'm more alert, I'm more focused again. And I just feel a lot better. So um, yeah, I don't know if there's been studies done on naps or anything like that, but I know that they help me a lot. And um, so that's like a break through the day and then the, the, the day off through the week, you know, taking these pockets of rest and recreation to, to balance out your life, I think is very critical, you know, especially in our day and age where it's, a, it's such a busy environment that we're in and, and times are changing so quickly with technologies. Um, of course, social media and things of that nature and just, you know, the way that people communicate, you know, it just seems to change all the time. Um, and so we have to, we have to be on top of things, but I mean, you know, if yeah. we pull away and recharge our batteries, that's a good way to stay focused for the long run. For sure. For sure. The, the last thing I, w- I want to add is, um, there are like, you know, th- there seems to be like, um, like I really want to be less stressed, right? All this kind of personal goals that people have. It, I am not a tra- I am not a professional at this. Okay, so I'm not giving like health advice here. Um, what I have found for myself is there are really easy and simple things available. I mean, we have the internet for God's sake. You know what I mean? Like it's an unlimited amount of resource at your fingertips. And there's really simple things you can do to really minimize all this sort of stress and um, things you feel in your life. And, you know, maybe you're a little to want to get your self-confidence back up or whatever it might be motivation. Like we have unlimited resources at our fingertips. It's unbelievable. And there's a guy named Win. I think his name is Win Win Hoff. I think. He's, he's the ice dude. Have you seen those videos of that guy who swims in like, like a, he's like, swims in like a speedo and he swims in like the Antarctica and stuff with like no, I mean like he doesn't die and he swims around like it's warm water. Have you seen that guy? Uh-huh. Oh, no, I haven't heard of him. Okay, look him up. I think you should try this. Okay, his name is Wim Hof. I think that's how you say his name. Um, he's known for being the ice man ice guy which basically means that um again he'd wear a speedo he wouldn't wear a wetsuit he would go swim in like antarctic waters and stuff um and not shiver or be cold and the way he's able to do this apparently at its core is through breathing and if you google wim hof breathing technique it's it's free it's out there he has this 30 he has this like it's actually i think it's like a two minute breathing thing um takes two minutes it is incredible i'm telling you it's like you it's like um you do 30 breaths in a row like really deep in and out breaths and then it's kind of a gist of it and then at the end you hold your breath in and you can hold your breath and you're so oxygenized you kind of get like a an endorphin rush and like a head rush in a way. Um, and you just sort of feel like everything is like gone and it's incredible. And then you can hold your breath for like 30 seconds or a minute. And then if you do it again, 
you keep kind of oxygenating so then you can hold your breath longer. So the whole point is at the end of it, you feel, um, you feel like a new sort of, it's weird. At the end of it, you're like, oh my God, I could feel like this in under two minutes every day, you know? You just mm-hmm. feel super rejuvenated and amazing. It's just from breathing. You got to check it out. It, it, I, I, like, I like do it now if I'm feeling like stressed or something like that, or if I just want to like mm-hmm. get my blood flowing without working out. It's incredible. Right. You got to, yeah. That's cool. Got to try yeah. it. Yeah, it sounds good. I, I know that for me, breathing is important too. I, take, I do take breaks, like uh, especially when I first wake up, I take a few deep breaths and I, it's almost like meditation. You know, I kind of reflect as I'm breathing in, hold the breath uh, for a few seconds, and I breathe out. And um, I even have on my watch, you know, it tells me every once, you know, it has a little breathing apparatus that says, you know, time to breathe, you know. So I'll take a minute to do a breath, uh, or, or, or seven breaths, actually. And then, and then it measures my, my, my heart rate, you know. So it tells me, oh, you're 66, you know, beats per minute or whatever. And so it's a good gauge of your, your, your calmness, your blood pressure, and and just you know how relaxed you are and i've noticed uh doing it over time my 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 heart rate would lower which is really nice you know my resting heart rate so i know that uh, breathing totally helps even just like like you said 30 30 seconds uh or a minute uh it makes a really big difference um actually that's a really good right there even throughout the day so we talked about taking a day off a week to rest uh, a naps in the afternoon and now even throughout the day taking a minute here there to breathe you know and focus on your breath, focus on your breathing. Uh, it makes your day go by a lot better, more focused as well. Yeah, it it was the most unbelievable thing I've ever experienced. It was, it was like, I know I'm sounding <laughs> super lame right now, but it, it was incredible. You gotta Yeah, tell no, it's, uh, tell, tell me, man, if you're helping someone's health out, that's a, that's a blessing right there, man. And you know, it's like, if you can give somebody extra energy through their days, I mean, that's a big lift. And then, and you're right. Breathing is, it's probably one of the most important things, breathing and walking, you know, and then eating the right kinds of foods. Um, and for me too, what I, always, I, I mean, this is just me, but like, I always like to have some music going on in the background. Yeah, it just pumps me up, keeps me going, keeps me energized. Um, just light music in the background as I work all day. Yeah. Um, it's a good, it's a good thing to have in the background too, for me. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Man, I'm telling you, go give it a try. Call me after. You're going to feel like it makes you feel like a superhuman. It's insane. (laughs) So you got to try it. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's my, that's my final thought. All right. Well, um, yeah, Daniel, I, I, you know, thanks again for the, the birthday wishes, you know, uh, it turns out that, you know, so August 22nd um, on Saturday was my birthday and it also turns out to be my wife and I's uh, my uh, wedding anniversary, so um, so we celebrated 11 years of marriage. And um, you know, it was kind of funny. Like I didn't, we didn't really uh, plan to get married on my birthday, but it just turned out that it was the perfect Saturday for us uh, to get married. She was a school teacher at the time, and you know they have the summer vacations and they're off right around that time. And so I jokingly said to her, I go, hey. I go, we should get married on my birthday. And we were laughing about it. And she took me seriously. And she goes, hey, well, if it lands on a Saturday, let's go for it. And so we checked the calendar right away. And I was like, right on the perfect Saturday when she got off of school. So we go, all right, let's do it. 
<laughs> oh my god and so we actually got married on my uh my my uh, 37th birthday i married a little bit later in life than most people but i was 37 years old and never got married she's my first wife and um so you know we had um she had the cake come out when the mc had the cake come out um he had they had he they, uh, she had him put like 37 count candles on the cake and um and the whole like everyone saying happy birthday to me at my wedding. <laughs> oh my god! That's yeah, so great. there was a few hundred people there singing happy birthday, and it was pretty cool, man. I was pretty excited, and you know, I was like, wow. So she actually pulled it off and had to sing, had everyone sing happy birthday, and um, and so yeah, I mean, birthdays are real special to me, and you know, and all that good stuff. Every year we do this, like birthday stuff in the morning, and then anniversary stuff in the evening. <laughs> That's so funny. That must, yeah. been, that must have been an experience. You're getting married, but it, you're also singing happy birthday, and you're... Yeah, uh, I was like, I, I was sitting, because you know how you sit in the front with the, as a groom and bride, and you yeah. have has their meal, so it was like we're eating our meal, and you know, everything was all done, cleaned up, and then you know, they're like, hey, let's bring, the, let's bring the, uh, the, the wedding cake out and stuff like that. We're doing this thing where you feature the cake <laughs> and have fun with that. And then just all of a sudden, she, she goes, all right, everyone, one, two, three. And everyone just started singing happy birthday. I mean, just, they, they timed it perfectly. And I was like, I was blown away because um, I, wow. I totally didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> that is a, that is a unique experience to have. That's probably, that probably was yeah. a really amazing day for you. Yeah, it was probably probably the best day of my of my life. I can't. I, I mean, as I'm thinking back, but um, wow. Yeah, so we're we're 11 years married now. You know, two children, um, just loving life and. Yeah, congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah. Unbelievable. I am. I am five. Five years into marriage, I think. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Man, so, you're, you're, yeah, just, uh, just, yeah, and you're already how many years in your business? Years, the full service marketing is almost three years, I think. Oh, okay. But you're marketing in total has been, I think, four, something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think we're 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 pretty close as far as business, you know, um, and and. You know, it's we just have to balance it out. You know, for for all business owners that are out there, if you if you have family, you have kids, just you know, the balancing act is is really having the right priorities. You know, and the family comes before business always. You know, uh, if you have a sales call to take, but you have uh, you know, obviously a wife's dinner to go to. You yeah. know, you go to that dinner. You go to your date nights. You know, you do the things that that are important to keep the marriage going. And that's that's all. That's one thing I would totally stress for all all business professionals that 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 have their own businesses, you know, it's a blessing to be a business owner. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it's also a huge sure. responsibility to, to balance it correctly. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree, man. That was a good conversation awesome. today. Yeah. Thanks, Daniel. I'll get back to you soon. Um, so yeah, if that's uh, if that's a wrap today, uh, are we good to go? Yeah. All good. All right, friends. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us today on Peppers and Flowers. We look forward to you joining us again next week. Uh, see you then. Daniel and James signing off. See ya.